Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, hi again, everyone. I'm 1010 Win Sports Director Mark Renee. This is On the Mark. We take a look at the stories behind the stories in the world of sports, and I am thrilled to be joined today by the head men's basketball coach at St. John's University. He's going into his second season with the Red Storm. Mike Anderson joins us. Coach, thank you so much for doing this. Good morning to you. Uh, how are you holding up and how's the family, your own and your St. John's family, been holding up throughout these last six months? Good morning to you too, Mark, and uh, thank you for having me. And uh, But all is well. You know, this is uh, uh, year two uh, for me and my, my family being here in, in, in New York. Uh, uh, we had an abrupt finish to the season last year, a really abrupt finish. Uh, but at the same time, I thought we were playing at a pretty good pace last year, so now we're ready to step into the next season. Uh, uh, but for me and my family, uh, again, we're just taking in all that New York has to offer, uh, even during the pandemic time. Well, I want to get back, if we can, to that abrupt ending to your season because you guys were on the floor when the season stopped, you had just gotten a halftime against Creighton in the Big East tournament. Um, what were you thinking when Commissioner Ackerman came over and said, we're done, we're not going to continue? I just couldn't, couldn't believe it, number one. Uh, we were in the middle of a game, uh, and right before the last time out, the official came, actually came and said, we're not going to finish this. And I, I went like, well, uh, it goes with what else had took place you know, the night before when all the other conferences, you know, had canceled their, uh, their season in the NBA. And, and so, you knew it eventually was going to take effect. Uh, you know, I had to do a lot of common, some seniors down on our basketball team, because uh, you, you can imagine they were playing well, uh, they're playing for a championship and uh, all of a sudden it just stops all their dreams uh, of having an opportunity to, to play in, which I think is one of the greatest sporting events there is. Uh, the NCAA tournament, and of course, in the Big East tournament. All right. Well, the reason I wanted to have you on specifically at this point in time is you get ready to ramp up for what hopefully will be at least some semblance of a 2020-21 season was about recruiting. And the timing couldn't have been better. I don't know if you can actually address this with me, but we got a report last night that you have gotten a commitment from a pretty good point guard at Long Island Lutheran, uh, one Raphael Pinzon. Can you confirm or deny if that's true? Uh, we're in the process of recruiting. I think, you know, recruiting is lifeblood. And, uh, I hate to give just a general term, but uh, we know that recruiting is the lifeblood of any program. And, and obviously being in the, the tri-state area in New York and Pacific, uh, we talked about 
you know, building up walls so we can keep the best talent here. And uh, so my coaches and I are, are steadfast and, and making sure that continues to happen. Uh, and just getting the right kid. I, I think you want to get the right players to fit what you're doing. And uh, so we're, we're working. I mean, it's a different day in terms of recruiting because of COVID. Uh, so, again, we're working day in and day out. Let me put it that way. All righty. Well, you do have one of the best New York City area recruiters in the business in Coach Van Macon, who I've known for years going back to his uh, Hofstra days. So uh, hopefully we'll get official word uh, shortly about this newest uh, coup of his and yours. But I really wanted to ask you, as you say, recruiting has changed dramatically these last six months. You're not really able to go watch guys play because they're not really playing. So how do you and the rest of your staff go about recruiting players that you want to have come to St. John's when you're not able to see them in action? Well, you better get ready for the virtual world, uh, uh, social media. Uh, you you got to be creative. Uh, uh, more importantly, I think you got to uh, always think it's about relationships and communication. And so you got to depend on those relationships that you've built over the years. So when you, when you talk about the guys that are on my staff, I, I think I have a great team. You know, it's like you know, a basketball team. My staff is like my team. You got uh, Coach T.J. Cleveland. You got Van, Coach Van Macon. You got Steve DeMayo. And I'm talking about even, you know, from the standpoint of Paul Pressey and uh, Chris Huey, Will Bartley, all those guys, Ron Brown. Got a great cast of uh, coaches. And so that being said, we got to be creative about – I would do that. Uh, a lot of Zooms, uh, uh, Skypes, Instagram. Uh, I mean, you name it. You, you've got to be able to, to to stay on top of your game in terms of that, you know, graphics. Uh, uh, we just had to kind of uh, – it's amazing. It, it makes you – you spend a lot of time together, so now you got to think outside the box. Uh, uh, within the NCAA regular, you know, rules and regulations, you right. got to do that, but uh, – uh, it, it's, it's the relationship, I, I think, is so, so critical with the high school coaches, the grassroots AAU coaches. And uh, uh, and I think that's why I think the, the combination of, you know, having some guys that are from a national brand in terms of recruiting uh, with a guy like T.J. Cleveland. And then, of course, guys that who have ties around in this area and in the national, that's Steve and, and, and Ben. And I think those guys are – they're formulating a really, really good team. And, and of course, you know, I've been in th doing this for many, many years. So I've met a lot of coaches, met a lot of people, and uh, you just got to rely on those uh, relationships. Well, let me ask you this, because most of the high school basketball seasons were able to conclude back before all this started with the shutdown and, and, and the lockdowns and, and all the social distancing. But the way things are in a lot of places now Seasons may not be starting on time if they start at all. So how will this affect the kids who want to move to the next level but don't have a chance to show off their skills in person? Well, well again, you're going to have to rely on a lot of you know, the relationship that you've had. and uh, A lot of streaming is taking place. Uh, you know, you got some uh, between the AU, they've streamed some of these kids during the summer months. Uh, and I think you got to be able to to have access, the resources to to have a chance to watch these kids. And, and the toughest thing for 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 some coaches, especially like me, let me put them in and just talk about me, is that watching them on a stream and a tape is totally different than watching them with your naked eye. 
You know, I can sit and watch a guy for 10 minutes and I can know, you know, does he fit what we're doing? I mean, I've, I've been doing it for so long. And so you've got to train your, your, uh, your mind, your eyes and things of that nature and, and do your homework. I think that's the biggest thing. But, you know, for those kids that uh, hopefully there'll be a point in time where we can get out and go uh, watch these kids play. Uh, we've seen some of these guys, you know, uh, you're always watching the younger guys when you are watching those current classes. That, yeah. that That's so important. That's why you have the layer of coaches that you do have. Uh, they can, you know, I may be watching this guy that's going to be a rising junior, but you know what? There might be a little freshman or junior that catches my, sophomore that catches my eye, and I got to keep up with that. And I think that's, uh, that, that's where that comes in real, 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 real valuable for you in terms of uh, knowing who, uh, because, you know, with the scouting reports and the, the ratings and all that, uh, sometimes those are biased. They, they are. Uh, I'll be straight up. You know, some of them are on point. You, you can see who the obvious guys that are great, great players. Right. You know, but can you, can you be one of those guys that can project? And I think that's – so I think that's been the strength of our program. We've always been able to project. Uh, you look at a guy like uh, Julian Champagne, you know, uh, coming in, you know, a guy that's getting ready to go down to prep school. That, uh, obviously, you know, he came during the summer months and hopefully got that prep school year out of, and he was able to ascend and become a, you know, uh, old Big East freshman uh, rookie. So uh, the projection, me, that, that's the big part of it. And uh, and even with this team, that current team that we have. We got some guys that hopefully uh, people see and they, they'll see a different player than they did, you know, from the high school days. Let's talk about this team and the season to come, fingers crossed, of course. Uh, what are you hearing in terms of when you'll be able to start getting official workouts in? What are you hearing about potential scheduling? We've heard rumors that there might be some sort of bubble put together, if not regionally, then locally. Uh, what What's what can you tell us about all that, Coach? You know more than I do. <laughs> not really, but uh, uh, but but. In, I should hope not. No, in, in real time, we should know something here in the next couple of days in terms of what the NCA, uh, you know, said the starting date that you can't start, whether it be on the twenty. Uh, initially, it was on the tenth of November. Uh, then they talk about moving back to the twenty-first or the twenty-fifth. So now you're pushing it back a couple of weeks and. Uh, with that being said, now you got 42 days before that in order to start your practices. I think that's what coaches are looking for. And now you've got to be able to uh, – I think the schedule is going to be one of those fluid situations. Uh, you know, as you, as you get into it, you've got to be able to put so many games in certain spots. I know they're trying to get the exempt events in where they can play those, you know, in a bubble. You know, but I think you, you got to – the first and foremost thing is, especially for us in the Big East, is – We've got 11 teams in our league. We've got to make a determination, you know, uh, how many games are we going to play in conference? Is it going to be 20? And then let's work our way backwards. I mean, so there's a, there's a lot of things that, uh, that we're juggling with. with and uh, what, what is the maximum number of games? What is the minimum number of games that's going to be required, you know, for everyone? So do you add non-conference games? So uh, there's still a, a, a lot of question marks out there. Uh, uh, but – if we can get a date when we get started, then I think we can start kind of answering some of those. And, and, and I think, and be flexible knowing that, you know what, uh, this virus is not just going away, you know? And so, with that being said, those plans we make, they may change, you know, uh, from month to month. Well, you were 
planning a second half strategy for Creighton, and we know what happened then. Um, Coach, I, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, for your thoughts on the current social justice climate, everything that's going on across the country and, of course, around here in the New York area. Um, but specifically, how have you addressed it um, with your team? Well, I think, you know, we've, uh, we started off even when our guys were not here. You know, a lot is taking place. I mean, there, it's like a perfect storm with all the things that are taking place. You've got the pandemic going on. You've got uh, systemic racism going on. You've got the, the George Floyd incidents, uh, Audrey. I mean, you go on and on. And it seemed like it all hit at the same time. And so, uh, so when you see the things that are taking place, obviously, uh, our young guys, uh, in talking with them, we did multiple Zooms. And one of the things they wanted to do, they wanted to be, uh, see if they can make a difference. They, they wanted to be a, make a difference. You know, uh, one of the things we talked about was uh, uh, have an opportunity to go and vote. You got to be able to do that, to register for vote. Because you know it's something that uh, I know as as a as a black man, you know, my ancestors they they fought for it, and so I think we need to exercise that right. And so maybe we can get you know everybody talk about reforming legislation and things of that nature. Uh, just educate our kids in terms of how that works. You know, at the local level and you know the state level. Uh, we talk about the presidential level, but uh, it's something that's been going on for many, many years. And uh, and I, I'm one of those guys. I, I want to speak out and about it, uh, so that you know these young men, uh, young men all around the country, you know, will, will, will have opportunities to, uh, to to develop and grow. And this 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 is a great country. And uh, uh, but you know, like all countries, we got our problems, and but we got to face them. And I think right now. Uh, it's not just, you know, blacks are, are talking about it. Or uh, I think with the George Floyd incident, to me, it we saw something that, you know, we hear about. We never saw it. And so what are we going to do about it? I think that's where, now let's, let's make, take some action in terms of that. So, uh, and I think there are a lot of things that can take place. And uh, uh, we're, we're trying to uh, make sure that, you know, uh, you know, I think even for our kids, you know, black history uh, should be important to them. See if we can get that instituted where people could understand what we're talking about, you know. Uh, so there's a, uh, there's a lot of things going on. And, uh, and like I said, our team, uh, our guys are, are trying to impact this community. How do they do that? And go out and, and to the different schools and uh, get on the reading program and, and just sit and talk, have real conversations. Coach, I know the NCAA has been loath to get involved with any sort of displays of unity or anything that might be politically uh, or construed as politically motivated. But um, if, if it were allowed, um, do you think you might advocate um, or guide your team towards some sort of uh, display during or before or after a national anthem leading up to a game? I just think, you know, whatever we do within our team conference, it's going to be unified, you know, uh, what that's going to be. Uh, I don't know, but we, we all have, are going to have a conversation. I think, you know, we, we're seeing it, uh, you know, in the, in the, you look at all the different sports. I mean, I, we've never witnessed something that's going on right now. You know, when I, when I sit and I see the protests, I don't just see blacks out there marching you know, about the injustice. I, I don't just see that. 
I, I see our white brothers. I see our red brothers. I see our brown brothers. You know, wrong is wrong. And I think, to me, that's uh, that's a different sign. And I, I don't think it's a moment. I, I think it's a. I think it's this is a movement, and and this is the opportunity for us to uh, to get to a place to get closer to a place. It, it's not gonna just happen overnight. Uh, but in terms of what we do, I think we all got to be uh, unified in, in terms of uh, what, what we would do, and, uh, and even I as an individual. All right. Last thing, I want to wrap this up on an up note, if we can. Um, you're heading into year number two as the head coach at one of the premier programs in the history of college basketball. What has been the best thing so far for Coach Mike Anderson to be the head coach at St. John's? Well, you know, I, you came here and you, the legacy, the winner name is Conasucker Arena. I think getting a chance to sit down with Coach Conasucker has been, uh, has been legendary. You know, I've been around some, some great, great coaches. Uh, uh, we lost a great one in, in Coach John Thompson, and uh, we still talk about the social injustices that took place. Uh, uh, but he's a guy that probably opened up doors for guys like myself and so uh, so when you talk about the social justice how about you know providing more opportunities uh, you know for 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 for, for all people not necessarily you know blacks included uh, to, to have an opportunity not necessarily just be coaches uh, but we're talking about CEOs and things of that nature uh, but I, I think coach Kanasaka and uh, the legacy that that's here that to me is that it's a closeness that you know everyone loves St. John's here in this city they want to see St. John's be successful. And, uh, and I want to give the people something that they want. I just, you know, we, we're going to be a blue collar type team. And I think New York is a blue collar type city. I mean, when you look at, you know, how we've had, you know, uh, handled, they've handled the, the pandemic, the state of New York uh, with Governor Cuomo. And uh, it, it's been, it, it just the resilience of the New York people. So I guess, you know, coming here from, you know, from Arkansas and, and being in this city, uh, it's alive, it's vibrant, and uh, and, and I feel that. And so, uh, but having an opportunity to, to to be that guy that uh, that's steering that program, uh, it's a great, great opportunity. It's a great challenge because you're following the legend. When you talk about everything's going to be compared to what Coach Condesucker did, and you know, but I'm going to do it Mike Anderson away, and uh, I'm excited. I got a great staff here. I think we got some great kids. I have a, we have. Great, great potential. I, I just see some, some really good things taking place. Uh, building it the right way. I, I don't want to one and, you know done or two and done wonder. You know, I want to build a program, one that's going to sustain everywhere I've been. Uh, when I when I did leave, I left the program in much better shape. But I I want to have an opportunity to win a national championship. Well, fingers are crossed that we don't have to wait another thirty-seven years to get back to the Final Four, sir. Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Please stay well. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on campus uh, when we can all get back together and uh, watch some basketball. Hey, Mark, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is St. John's men's head basketball coach, Mike Anderson. I'm Mark Renee, and you're on the mark. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of 
four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.